What's going on, friends? Welcome to the new podcast, The Happy Grind Movement. My name is Jackson Desjardins. And I'm Tracy Desjardins. And together, we're a mother-son duo dedicated to helping you find solutions to unwanted habits that are holding you back from becoming your super self. Jackson and I know what it feels like to be overweight, frustrated, and stuck. But we also know how to get lean, get confident, and rock your best life. Together, we're going to get real and give you the tools you need to live fully aligned with who you want to be at any age. As former personal trainers, we believe that while fitness is one part of being a healthy badass, it's not the only part of true wellness in this life. Building your super self is a grind. Together, we're going to help you grind happy. What is going on, everybody? We have got a banger for you today. I'm actually really, really excited about this. Mom, what are we talking about today? I like how you said banger. It is a banger. (laughs) Just saying. It is. And by the way, everybody listening, like we don't script this for the most part. We just come out swinging on the topic. Makes it better off the cuff. Yeah. We're talking about how to navigate the voices in our heads. That's the banger. So as far as what we mean by that, it's it's really interesting because this is something that I never even like truly understood my entire life. And I think it's just really good to understand why, like how your, how your thoughts are affecting your actions and how your thoughts are affecting how you see the world and like the lens that you view the world through, right? So mom, I want to ask you, what are the voices in our head? Why are they negative? Like, what are they? Well, there's a... There's a whole range of voices that go go on in our heads. And I think a lot of people, and let me just tell you, I only came to this realization of what we're going to discuss today within the last few years. So a lot of us just, you know, we go through life on autopilot, like pushing for the next mm-hmm. thing, the next stage in our life. And we don't even realize that there is a voice that's in our head that's kind of like our commander in chief. And what's wild is like, you know, my mom may be much older than me, but like it's 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 wild where like when you can touch on it at whatever age you're at, it's wild how blind you've been to it Love for that. most of your life, right? It, it's not like a oh, well, it's it's totally time-bound and you just figure it out at some point. That's totally not how this is. Like everybody has these voices and they can it's it, it actually blows my mind how much these voices in our head control most people's lives. Like, you said the word blindness, and I'm loving that so much. And that actually... Or deafness is probably better. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's just stick with blindness for just a second, because we did an episode on limiting beliefs, and that really happens when we are blind to the inner babbling that goes on nonstop. I forget the science behind this. So, so perhaps that's a, that's a conclusion, or that is an outcome. Like, like Limiting beliefs are an outcome of not being able to navigate those voices in your head. So backing up, the voices really equate to a motivation for thoughts. Voices, okay, we hear a voice. It's really like our internal talk to ourself that just kind of comes from somewhere. And a lot of times we feel like, you know, there for myself included, I have felt enslaved by those voices and I felt like I didn't have a choice as to what they were saying to me. And this is kind of what we want to break down in this podcast it's, it's, episode. It's kind of like you feel out of control and you take somebody like both of us, right? Arguably perhaps control freaks. We like to control a lot of things in our life. And when you feel out of control and those voices are in charge of you and they're governing your life, that's when, that's when shit gets really, really, that's when shit hits the fan, right? So I would define these voices as internal chatter holding us back, 
right? Um, that's a very loose definition for me, but like an example, right? We've got, you don't know what you're talking about. You tried to lose weight a hundred times. Why would this time be any different? You can never hold on to a relationship. These are thoughts that are constantly reinforced or at least seemingly reinforced in our head whenever something goes like supports that, right? So if I date a girl twice, right? Like, like, like let's, let's say I, I date two girls and I can't have a really long relationship with either of them. I'm like, well, it's just because I can't hold on to a relationship. And then you just choose these things instead of actually acknowledging the extraneous variables that could have caused that. So it's just this chatter that tries to tell us what we're capable of and what we're not capable of. So what you're describing in terms of a voice is a negative negative chatter, a critical, critical voice that goes off in the head. I'm really glad that, that you automatically jumped into that discussion and that description because that voice, the critical voice, is the one that's so much easier to pay attention to. And mm-hmm. it usually is the one that will take over our spaceship in our head unless we're aware and make some conscious um, decisions to be curious about that voice, huh? Well, well, I think it's super interesting, and I want to tell you guys right now, why do we have this chatter, right? Why, why is it even a thing? And what I have found in my life and the content that I've consumed, the books that I've read, um, this chatter, the, the, the purpose of it is to keep you safe. It's to keep you in your comfort zone right? It's to go with the status quo, because if you don't go outside of those boundaries, you, it's going to be safe, right? Your brain's concerned about keeping you safe, not about making you the best you can be. That's like a human automatic thing. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. I, I mean, we, we want to be safe, happy, and healthy, right? And that, that concept is, is kind of what supports these thoughts, because it's saying, hey, don't try this. Hey, don't leave your comfort zone, because it might be painful, and we don't like pain. I'm so glad you brought that up, because I think you've just described a way that all of us can be like, okay, I'm normal. Everybody kind of goes through has this. These guys. Yeah. Don't, don't think because I'm a YouTuber talking about personal development stuff and I lost all this weight and blah, blah, blah. No, I mean, don't think I don't have these every single day. They're, they're always there. We've talked about that. We've talked about those voices that you hear and, mm-hmm. and how it gets in your way. And God knows I've had mine. But can I say something funny? I have a funny example here. Yes. Well, two things. Number one, um, there's a book out there called The Untethered Soul. It's amazing. Yeah. By Michael Singer. He's got another one coming out now. Highly recommended, by the way. He talks about, I love how he describes this, this inner voice being an inner babbling roommate that never leaves. And where I want to go with something funny, what that makes me think of, that that annoying roommate in your head that just won't leave. If you've seen the movie, The Polar Express... There's that babbling... That piece of shit kid on the train. That's okay. just like... You just said yep, that. Yeah. Yep. That babbling kid on the train the that voice. won't stop talking. Mm-hmm. Okay. We all have a version <laughs> a version of that kid who got, who opened, who found his Christmas gifts and he's getting underwear or whatever Yep. that won't stop talking. We all have that voice in our heads. So let's see if, you know, listeners out there, can you identify, oh gosh, yeah, you know, I have that babble. Think of the babble that goes on all day long. And also, when you think of that babble, think of what you choose to believe regarding that babble. And, and ask yourself whether it's actually true, right? Because you, you always have the choice to listen to what your th- like, like in, internal thoughts are saying to you and decide whether it's true. Can I and, jump in? Yeah, of course. Okay, let me give an example of something that I catch myself. I catch my inner roommate talking to me this way a lot. I often catch myself having thoughts of not being enough, not getting enough done, not trying hard enough, not making this article potent enough. 
not saying the right things, not doing enough, 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 enough. Like yeah. it's never good enough. That will never be. Yeah, that inner bully, I, I call her, a well, she's like kind of like an inner bitch, quite frankly. Her dad. I love catching her in action and stopping. I really do. I catch that and I say, wait a minute, who's having that thought? It's, it's not my thought. I'm going to go put her over here and I'm going to ask myself, is that really true? Am I doing enough? I really am doing enough and I'm doing just fine and my best is good enough. So what I want to jump in here with is my favorite thing about what you just said is you you put it over here and point at it. And what I like to call that is you're separating your conscious thought from your unconscious thought, right? If you can sit back and point at the thought that is trying to control you, you take so much power away from it because you can say, wow, that's not really me thinking that. That's somebody else in my head. I learned that from the untethered soul. I didn't know how to do that most of my life. Well, I mean, I mean of course, me neither, right? And I okay. Well, I'm I'm on fifty two. Yeah, okay. you've you've been, you've been on the earth longer than me. <laughs> You're twenty four. Yeah. You you've got it made. Now, you figured yeah, that but, out now. Well, I, I I just think it's 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 very very interesting because it's almost enlightening when you are able to notice your thoughts like that and hear that voice and be like, hold on, like what are you trying to do to me? Right? It's like it's the same thing as like an addiction, like a craving for an addiction. It's like when when you can point that and be like, I see what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's not valid, but like I can point at that. That's not me having this thought. That's you having this thought. There's so much wisdom in that. And that's such an example of building resilience. I love that. When you can identify your thoughts, it's like, it's like you just took on a big toolbox. Well, I, I, absolutely. And I think it's wild that it never goes away. It's always there. It can be muffled. It can be slightly silenced. But it's always going to be there. And I think it's hard to replace it with positive self-talk because um, you need, I mean, in my experience, the only time I'm able to replace positive small talk is when I keep an abundant amount of promises to myself and I get a ton of wins, much more wins than losses. And there's nothing wrong with losing. That's the thing. So if you continue to lose over and over, just take the lessons from it, but don't let that create a message in your head telling you, like predicting the future, if that makes sense, right? So. Every time you fall down, every time you make a mistake, every time you try and fail, right? That's when that voice tends to get fuel, right? And it's very important for you not to let it fuel those thoughts, but instead take the lessons from it because you don't, you don't fail, you just learn, right? And if the only time you actually fail is when you don't take the lesson out of it, right? And uh, it's, it's so fascinating to me as well how this voice limits what we think we're actually capable of mentally, physically, emotionally. Like I, I've, I've, I've told you guys on the podcast before, I, I remember when I was losing weight and I just started doing the Stairmaster, right? I still have that son of a bitch to this day, right? <laughs> and it's in my garage. And I will never forget, I got on it for the first time and, I, and my heart's beaten and I, 15 minutes and I'm like, I, there's no effing way I could do 30. There's no way. I just, I'm gassed. No, no way in hell. Until I did 30 and I was like, wow, like, and then what happened? That limiting belief disproven. So that, that voice in my head that was saying, dude, no, 30 is going to be impossible. You know, you can't do this. Don't even try. Come on. I shut it up. And then, it, and then I backed it into a corner. Right. And then I did four. And then I was like, I can never do, I can never do 45, man. There's no way. And then I did 45 and I was like, holy shit. I didn't even know I was capable of this because this voice was telling me I couldn't. How many people can relate to that, right? It doesn't have to be exercise. That's just physical. But there's so many mental things too, like building relationships and saying, oh, well, you know, I, and I, I'm well aware of this. Like, oh man, this girl would never talk to me. 
no, no, dude, she, she would want nothing to do with me, right? When you drop that, that's when you're able to send those DMs. That's, that's when you're able to go up and, and, and cold approach a girl, right? It's just, there's so much to it. You know what I mean, mom? I think, yes, I absolutely totally agree with what you're saying. I think it's important to recognize in this fast paced society where we're working hard, work hard, play hard, social media, instant gratification, get things done. I'm, my point here is that everybody is so damn busy. I'm not saying that's good or bad. I'm saying the fact is we, we run hard. We're like a hamster wheel and it's easy to just keep going. You crash into bed, you get up the next day, you keep doing the same thing. What's missing there is presence to notice the voice that's going on. So I, I'll use myself as an example. I mean, I've been running the race of life. I mean, I'm not complaining here. I'm just recognizing I've got a lot of wonderful things done in my life, but I've been pushing so hard and running so hard that until pandemic hit, I didn't have forced downtime to be with those thoughts. So with all due respect to everyone that suffered horrible things during pandemic, for me, it was an enlightening time because for the first time ever, I was forced to be present with myself, to do a lot of inner work. And I could identify and actually discover the concept of having that inner voice, that inner roommate and what she was saying to me. And I recognized I had a lot of um, bullying going on in my own head. That you didn't even know she was present. That I didn't even know that was really holding me back in a lot of ways. And how it was holding me back was it was toxifying my attitude in relationship to myself. So it was time to start to heal that. So Jackson, well, I'd I- like you to tee off on now that we all realize we all likely walk around with an inner bitch, an inner bully voice, we, okay, we got it. This makes sense. How do we shift out of that and make some changes in that inner voice to elevate us? I'm getting into that right now, but I just want to say that for all of you listening, the most important part of what she just said is the enlightenment of realizing and pointing yeah. of saying, oh my God, you've been trying to control me and I thought it was me. Right. I thought it was me this yes. whole time. And, and it was my fault. Yes and no. I, I mean, yes, because um, that's it's the same thing as saying like, well, poverty is your fault. It's like, well, I mean, you didn't know how to fix it. You you maybe we you weren't, you weren't, we in, a, you weren't in a position to yeah. fix it, you know. Yeah. But um, I think that it all happened. I mean, I think I, I I'm a firm believer that life happens for you, not to you, right? One way or another, all the bad shit that happens, like it always ends up kind of happening for me, at least in my life. I'll speak for myself. Yeah, I love that. But um, I just, I wanted to really reiterate that the most important thing that she just said was she pointed at it. She That, that was an unconscious voice in her head that in order to, in order to actually look at it with, with, with fresh eyes, right? She had to use her unconscious mind and, and, and actually set it aside and, and use her conscious mind to point at it. I know it kind of sounds frou-frou and maybe I'm not doing a great job of no, explaining that was it. actually but really good. You are, you are taking your conscious mind and pointing at your unconscious thought. And it's almost like, like where's Waldo, right? It's like, you're just doing your thing. You're trying, you, you, but, but you're not, That's okay, a great actually, example. actually screw that, right? That's a great example. It's where's Waldo, but you don't know that Waldo's in there. Yeah. So you're just looking around and and if you can find Waldo, it's like holy shit man, like that's what you've been trying to, that's what you've been doing to me my whole life. Like screw you asshole, right? So it's there's like, that kid on the Polar Express. We finally we face him. We face Oh gosh, I've been listening to you my whole life. And you don't have to be resentful about it once you kind of find that voice. And you know what, to all of you who don't have a voice like that, godspeed to you. But I <laughs> 
I think that one way or another, um, I think if you do some deep, deep internal work, everyone I know, all the most successful people I've ever met, all of the most beautiful people in the, in the end, all the, the people who've had it all and all the people who have nothing. And, and, um, they've all, they've all had one thing in common and that's this voice. Right. And you know what? It's wild that like people don't talk about this. It's, it's wild. People don't talk about this. Like I, I was hanging out with, um, with some friends of mine in the past you know, month or two and I, w- I was talking to them and it's wild that, you know, respectfully, right. It's wild. The, the lack of clarity in people's minds because mm-hmm. they just don't know how to be alone with themselves. They don't know how to, how to translate their internal talk and devalue it. I really think that if you and I would have had a course on this in high school, it would have been life changing. Well, the fact that that they're they're teaching me about viscosity of of liquids more so than actually understanding how my thoughts affect me. I guess at a certain age, it's like yeah, I get it. That you know, you're not going to understand this when you're 11 years old. You're not going to have the capacity to get it. But but um, maybe if it was presented in 11 year old lingo, how about a children's book? Hello, yeah, right. I mean, there's 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 so many ways to get this this message across. But just I, yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> Long winded way of saying, you got to value what she said, which was she was able to acknowledge her unconscious thought with her conscious mind by just stepping back and and listening. She listened to it, and she was like, "Do I choose to?" But wait a minute, that I just saw that the, I just saw it zoom by like a shooting star. It zoomed in my mind, and then it was gone. Wait a minute, what was that? Was that me? I don't think that was me. Like I don't think I actually had that thought. I think that's just like in there, and maybe it's been like trained to be in there throughout my life, but I see it like, holy shit. Like I just saw that. And it's full spectrum. That voice was telling me I wasn't good enough in various aspects of who I am alive on earth. Which you know now to be untrue because right. you, you were, you were able to point at it. And, and what, what she asked me a second ago was like, what do we do about it? How do we solve it? Right. Um, like I said earlier, it's never going to go away. It can only be muffled, but, um, you're actually in control. And I know it's it sucks to hear this, but like the fix, you you've had it this whole time. You've you you have it right now. It's just accepting that you are in control. Separate your conscious and unconscious. Observe, acknowledge, and take the power back. Can I give a great example? Third mm-hmm. gr- third grade kindergarten example of this. Do you remember when you were a kid and we had that Barney chair? <laughs> Hell no. Maybe yes, you do. Come I, on. I don't remember that damn okay, Barney we chair. We had a Barney chair. It was in the corner. And I used that. It was great. When the, Actually, you probably don't remember because I used it more on your sister. <laughs> so when it was time for a timeout because I'm the parent and you needed disciplining, I put your asses in that Barney chair. And you sat there. You knew what the Barney chair was. You sat there and it was your timeout for a certain amount of, of time until your mini punishment was over. Yeah. And then we started again. So in our head, what I started doing, when I catch that bitch that tells me I'm not good enough... I, I'm not kidding here. I think of that Barney chair. That's hilarious. And I'm putting that bully, that inner bitch, that, I, that voice that I have aside in the Barney chair and I'm giving attention to this other voice that I've worked very, very hard to cultivate. Yeah. Well, I think there's, there's just beauty in that. I mean, I, I, I think understanding yourself and understanding these thoughts are what actually allow you to like yourself and allow you to know who you want to be. I think everybody's living on earth, not knowing who they are and who they want to be because they think that those thoughts are them. And a lot of people don't like themselves because they just believe all those thoughts. So if I could leave you guys with one thing, just take, take control. It's, 
It's literally as simple as just acknowledging it. See it, acknowledge it, take back control of it because you are in control. You just don't know it. Give yourself permission. Well, think of it this way too. We are our own CEO of our spaceship in our head. We really are. We can decide what voice we want to promote and which voice we want to put in that Barney chair. It is up to you. It is. But we have to be conscious about it every single day. Let me just tell you this. If you can't see it, you can't know. You got to be conscious about it. Yeah. And every day I caught myself this morning in the mirror looking at the outfit that I'm wearing because I don't really like it. You know, I'm feeling bloated today. I think you look fantastic. Well, thanks. But I, I I stopped myself this morning like... I started to go there like, Tracy, you look fat. No, I don't. Enough. I am healthy. I slept great. I'm going to have an abundant day. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. So I pulled on my inner CEO and I pointed out something good. In other words, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, I look pretty damn healthy today. So the inner bitch went in the Barney chair who's telling me that I kind of look fat in these shorts. And the inner CEO started laughing, being like, oh no, this is great. This is great. Oh, hell no. We are healthy. We look fabulous. And today's going to rock out. And, and I want to I translate to those of you guys that are perhaps where I was, where it's a little harder to look at yourself. And I get this. This is why I can say this. Uh, I've been here. I have the right Right. And uh, it's, it's very hard to look at yourself at 300 pounds at six foot in the mirror and be like, I look good. I look healthy. It sounds great, but I know your ass isn't going to believe it. So I think that it's really important to decide what you attach meaning to. And instead of, instead of saying, I look great, it's about how, like, are, are we making progress? Are we making any progress? I love that and, so and, much. And it's not about an outcome. It's about like, what are we doing today? And maybe you haven't made any progress. Maybe maybe you've put on weight last week, right? But it's being able to have hope into the future and, and to be able to have faith in yourself and count your wins. Because um, when you count your wins, every single time you acknowledge it, all that does is shut that voice up. And uh, it, it builds it, on that positive reinforcement. It changes, it changes the meaning behind it, right? Um, if, it's not, if that voice isn't going anywhere, then... You know, my, my, my advice to you is maybe train it to say some better things, right? Bam. I love that. What you just said, train it to say some better things. And guess what? The only way you're going to ever effing do that is if you count every little small win you get. You are not, this is, I say this to a many of my, of my online coaching clients for, for weight loss and life coaching. If you are like, you are, you need not meet an expectation you need to count the win, right? You're not meeting an expectation that was a win, right? Because so many men out there and, and women too will not, it, it'll like, oh, I, I did my workout. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I was supposed to do anyway. No, 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 no. I nailed that. I did that. I didn't have to do that. I chose, I chose to do that and I feel great now. Eventually, it doesn't become a fight, right? It never really has to be a fight. But when you start, count those wins. I ate good today. I did my workout today. I am just the man, right? Count those because that's what's going to influence this voice in your head. And I cannot emphasize that enough. Like, I can't. That's how you promote the CEO, exactly what you're talking about. So guys, in conclusion, take control. You, you have the power. You are the CEO of you. You are in control. You just don't think you are. So I want you to just really, really, if you need to listen to this again, let's listen to it again, but just know that anybody you can possibly think of, I don't care if you're thinking of The Rock, I don't care if, if you're thinking of Jeff Bezos or any wicked successful person, everybody has this and everybody has a voice that they're either acknowledging or not acknowledging. And I got news for you. If you don't acknowledge it, 
it's more than likely going to bite you in the ass in the future. So take ownership. You're the man. You're the woman. It's your time. Love it. So on that note, everybody, we appreciate you. We hope that you gained some value out of this episode. And if you love this episode, then be sure to share it with a friend. And we are going to leave you like we leave you every single video. Let's keep getting better together. And keep grinding happy. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace out. Peace out.